The Carolina Hurricanes kicked off their yearly early season West Coast road trip this weekend, and it was a tale of two games, and we will dive into the games against the Kings and the Ducks in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Monday morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And today's episode is brought to you by the folks over at Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Now, Again, the Carolina Hurricanes, they're in the middle of their early season West Coast road trip that they do every year whenever the North Carolina State Fair is in town because it is right by PNC Arena and traffic gets really freaking hectic over there. So they just take their West Coast road trip early in the season and now it is that time and they started it off against LA and then last night against Anaheim and we learned a lot over these two games and we're going to dive into those this is going to be something we start to do every monday uh when the hurricanes have games over the weekends we're going to do this on monday what we've learned over the weekend and we're going to start out with that and first up um is that tony d'angelo is a defensive liability like it is it's bad in, in every game in all three games they have played this year so far he has really made some mistakes that have led to goals for the opposition. We saw a lot uh, last night in Anaheim. And you know, it, this is uh, really showing that he needs to be the seventh defenseman and not Jalen Chatfield. Uh, he's a traffic cone out there. He's just making so many mistakes. And now this time, he doesn't have Jacob Slavin to cover up those mistakes. Yeah, he's not going to be a first-pairing defenseman this time around with Jacob Slayton. He's not. He's going to be a third-pairing defenseman, whether yeah, he's playing with Brady Shea, Dimitri Orlov, Jalen Chatfield, whatever. He's not going to have Jacob Slayton next to him uh, covering up mistakes. And you know, one thing I did see uh, yesterday uh, following the game against LA you know, kind of leading up to you know the game against Anaheim was a quote from uh John Tortorella you know you know back uh, I believe it was beginning of last year uh kind of whenever you know, he was coming into Philly yeah I want to read this you know because it really it, it says a lot you know about his defensive game and you know, you know quote Last team he played for, Carolina, I think they could absorb some of that with the roster as far as maybe some of his defense deficiencies defensively. It kind of sticks out more with us. I think he's done some great things for us here. It's just 
we want to try to help him, and we feel he needs to get better defensively without taking away any of that great offensive ability he has. We know what Tony is. I'm a little bit not disappointed, but the defensive liability is something we need to work at. I didn't think the amount of work uh, that we need to do with him. I didn't think that at the point in time that we got him, but it is what it is in quote. And yeah, it's the same thing this year. Like there is a lot of work that needs to be done with his defensive game. He's not going to be able to hide behind Jacob Slavin this year. He has got to improve defensively. I think in the next game against San Jose, I think he's coming out of the lineup and Jalen Chatfield is slotting back in. He never should have came out of the lineup. And yeah, we talk about, yeah, we've talked a lot about this off season uh, heading into the regular season, just how many defensemen they had and what they would do. And I think they, they definitely made the wrong decision over these uh, first few games. But, you know, hopefully things can improve I, again in San Jose. I think, you know, they're going to sit D'Angelo and put Chatfield in the lineup. I think that's what they need to do. And, yeah, I they have seriously got to work with him defensively if they're going to want to really contend this year because you have a team like Anaheim, you know, a team that's not expected to be good uh this year they're still very very young they go up 3-0 on you in the first they beat you six to three like you can't be doing that again i know i've said this in years past you know all all teams in the nhl are nhl teams you know they all have talent there and anything can happen on any given night but man this is not this isn't ideal uh they're really going to have to work with him big time and you know, there is also you know more off-season rust to knock off. That's another thing that we have learned. Again, kind of something we expect uh, from every team, you know, regardless of the sport at the beginning of the season. There's definitely some rust to be knocked off. I think you know, we definitely saw it you know, with Freddie Anderson, saw it a lot with Auntie Ronta. Again, the team in front of him didn't play that great. So, you know, it, you know maybe that you know, definitely a factor there because he can't do it all. But they're definitely there's definitely some more rust they got to knock off, and that'll come off with time. I, I, we all know that, but it's definitely pretty evident. Um, but you know, in you know more positive light, you know, things we learned over the weekend is that Tavo Teravine's actually shooting the puck, and you know he had three goals over the weekend, as uh, tied for second in the league in goals. He has four on the season right now and zero assists, which is crazy to think about. But I'm here for it. I think this is something that he really needed to do. Uh, one, you know, to kind of bounce back from a pretty disappointing year last year. It's also a contract year for him. We talked a lot about over the offseason of is he a guy that could potentially get traded? And you know, right now, yeah, you know, he's I, I think that's gonna be the tail of the tape this season, is he's really gonna go out and prove himself. Like, hey, I still got it in me, you know, re-sign me, or you know, if you know, whatever, you know, it's going to enter free agency, you know, have you know, other teams be like, okay, yeah, he's still, again, he still has something left in him, you know, because 
he he's been in the league for a long time. He has been, but you know the fact that yeah he's actually doing this is great, and I, I absolutely love it. Uh, shorthanded goals, they're on fire for the Hurricanes this year. Sebastian Ajo in the game against LA, he took the all-time franchise uh, lead in shorthanded goals, which is absolutely fantastic. You know, and he's still obviously super young and you know, still has a whole career ahead of him. So he's going to continue to add to that total. And that that's great. And I love that. There's There are things to like on this team right now. They're still going to be a very good team this year, but there's definitely those early season things that they got to get worked out. And, you know, we'll see how things end up shaking out uh, as time goes on, you know, they're not going to go 82 and 0 this year, uh, sadly. But, you know, it, it is what it is, you know, with that game against Anaheim. I think that the Hurricanes can really use it as a learning experience and, you know, really use it as stuff to build off of. You know, I don't believe they're going to be practicing today, but, you know, you, sit there, you know, watch the film, be like, hey, again, you know, we've talked a lot about Tony D'Angelo and things, you know, that he's doing wrong. Uh, defensively, can be really be like, hey, you know, watch that tape and be like, hey, you know, you're doing this when we need you to do that. And I think that's going to be really important for them of using that game against Anaheim and LA as well as learning experiences. And, you know, we'll continue to dive into these games, what went good, what went bad, right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, it is the NHL season. It's NFL season right now. And, you know, if Sebastian Ajo scores a hat trick in the Carolina Hurricanes win a Stanley Cup, it's going to be fantastic this year. And if you want to win 100 times your money, play daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. The There are all possible scenarios this season, but to have a chance at winning big, you need to play daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. As the official daily fantasy hockey app of the Locked On NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. You know, with studs on the Hurricanes like Sebastian Ajo, like Seth Jarvis, like Jacob Slavin, Tavo Teravine, and he's off to a really hot, hot start this year. And then, of course, guys across the league like Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Kale McCarr. All you need to do is pick more or less the stats for these stars. Choose stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. And you heard me, Canes fans, 100 times payouts on sleepers. So start paying attention and get your picks right so you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions applied. That's locked on NHL. See sleepers' terms of use for details. Now, diving back into the games, we're going to start with the LA game. You know, that's the one where the Hurricanes, you know, ended up winning. And, you know, a thing with both of these games that I didn't mention in the, you know, what we learned over the weekend thing is that they're still getting off to these slow starts and that's not going to be sustainable. Uh, we've seen that in years past. Again, 
it is early in the season, but they're really going to have to work on that in the LA game. You know, they really looked really rusty and sloppy, you know, getting uh, out of the gate there in that first period. Again, Tony D'Angelo defensive liability led to LA goal. And, you know, with that LA game, it did get better as time went on, which was good. And yeah, they did end up coming away with the win, which again, is great. Uh, Martin, yeah, we're going to talk more about him later. He created a lot of chances uh, for that third line, for that Martinuk stall Foss line. And, you know, in that first period, you know, really doing all he could. And, you know, then again, as the game went on, they really uh, got better. They yeah, really dominated that second period. Uh, Michael Bunting ended up scoring the first Canes goal. Uh, and oh, I am totally looking at the uh, wrong. Um... <laughs> oh, man, I'm totally looking at the wrong uh, schedule there. Uh, but yeah, again, in that L.A. game, you know, the the Hurricanes, um, you know, again, just, you know, more of. Oh, man. But yeah, that L.A. game, it was. Uh, definitely one where the Hurricanes, they really need to work on holding leads. That was the game where they ended up blowing a 3-0 lead, I believe. Yes, uh, you had Brent Burns, Sebastian Ajo, and Jesperi Kokinemi, all uh, notched goals in the first period, which was fantastic. And again, like I said, Sebastian Ajo ended up taking uh, the franchise record for shorthanded goals, which was awesome. Tavo Terabinen also had a shorthanded goal in that game as well. He had a phenomenal weekend. And then uh, Brendan Lemieux also notched his first goal as a Carolina Hurricane. And you know, at the time, you know, at the end of the second period, the Hurricanes were up uh, one, two, three, four, five, were up five to three at the end of the second period. And then of course, yeah, they end up LA end up coming back and tie. And that's something that the hurricanes are going to have to work at is holding those leads and not taking the foot off the gas. We've seen that in years past where they take their foot off the gas and they stop applying that pressure that got them that lead in the first place. And they can't do that. Uh, and, Again, you know, with all of these criticisms, it is still early in the season. It is still very early. These are things that are going to be you know, worked on you know, over the coming weeks and months. But they have really got to work, work on getting, you know, tightening up. You know, that was an issue that they had in the Anaheim game as well. They played very, very loose. Uh, uh, I believe Jordan Stahl literally called it uh, Lucy Goosey. We're going to pull up, you know, the what they had to say about that Anaheim game, but obviously you know, when went into extra time, you know, in overtime in LA, and then ended up going to shootout. And Jordan Martin uh, was the guy who won it for the Hurricanes, which is awesome. Which is absolutely awesome. I love that. That was the first time, you know, he's won a game. In shootout, it went nine rounds too in shootout, which was crazy. But you know, he did that, and the Hurricanes came away with the win. But they really have got to work on holding leads 
And I think, you know, another thing with this Anaheim game is it was the second half of back to back. It was. That's another thing that does need to be uh, factored in here. Second half of a back to back right out to in your third game of the season. That's not ideal. But again, yeah, you'd look at just how that game went that even still that is not ideal again ducks going up you know 3-0 uh early on in that game and really not a whole heck of a lot you know to really like about that game aside from Tavo Teravainen and him having a really good game and doing all he could to get the hurricanes the win because it was like i said it was a rough that was a rough game. And, you know, Tavo's uh, second goal was a power play goal. And that is another positive that we're seeing to start out the year. Whether or not it keeps on throughout the year uh, is the power play. It, it's showing life, which is big. Uh, and then penalty killing, like I mentioned, uh, they're doing really well in shorthanded goals right now, which is awesome, which is absolutely awesome. And I love that. But they have really, really got to get themselves you know, on the right track, brush this Anaheim game off, learn from it. Uh, Marty Natchez, uh, he also scored in that game against Anaheim. His was a power play goal a- as well, which is, again, fantastic. I love that. Uh, again, power play showing signs of life. And Marty Natchez really coming out early in the season to you know, continue to build off of what he did last year, the career year he had. And I think that if they're, continue, if they're able to continue to build on these positives, then they're going to be okay. They're really just going to have to work at nipping these negatives in the buds. Again, my big negatives you know, from these, D'Angelo defensively, these slow starts, uh, playing super, super loose, not holding on to leads, you know, getting too comfortable with them. They cannot do that. I mean, yeah, you can't blow a 3-0 lead if you're down uh, 3-0. That's one way to look at it. But again, that's not ideal. Uh, Again, bad games are going to happen throughout the season. That's going to happen. There's going to be stinkers, you know, for every team in the NHL. There's going to be stinkers. Uh, so again, try not to get too frustrated about this Anaheim game. Again, don't get too frustrated with it. It's the third game of the season. It's the second half of back to back. You know, there's gonna be issues. There's gonna be things that need to get worked out. But I did want to look at um, what was said after the game. Uh, Rod Brendamore. Yeah, you know, he said, "Quote: We just dug ourselves too much of a hole. We finally got going and started to look." a little better. We crawled back in the game and gave ourselves a chance to tie it, but we didn't do well on the goalie pull. I credit the guys for at least realizing that we weren't going well and they tried to fight their way back and tried to find their way back into it, which again, yeah, the things were not going well and they, they tried to do something they tried, but again, like you said, they just dug themselves in too much of a hole and they can't do that. And I think, a uh, big part of that is these slow starts to to games, you know. And if it was just this season, I really wouldn't make a big deal of it. I I just chalk it up to early season stuff. 
but this has been a issue for several seasons now uh the slow starts you know they only play you know two periods uh they don't play the full 60 minutes and you know they struggle you know whether it was you know getting a win or you know coming up short whatever it may be can't be doing that you know jordan stall you know he echoed that he said quote we played two periods tonight and it cost the game we were a little too loosey-goosey again not really defending well and giving up too many opportunities. They came out strong and bit us early. In this league, it's tough to come back. The boys did a good job battling, but it was our start for sure that needed to be better. And again, they've got to get these starts better. They've got to. They've got to. Because if a team like Anaheim, again, no disrespect to them, if Anaheim is able to take advantage of that and beat you 6-3, what's going to happen when you get to the playoffs? When you're playing Tampa, Toronto, Boston, Florida, you know, some of the heavyweights here that could potentially, you know, win a Stanley Cup, you know, coming out of the East, you know, what's going to happen then? They're really going to take advantage and it's going to get ugly, you know, if you're doing it then. Yeah, you'll be in more of a groove at that point. But again, if Anaheim is able to take advantage of mistakes like this, much better teams are going to do it even worse. So they've really got to get that stuff in check. But we do still have to get to the three stars of the weekend. And we will do that right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, it is that time of the year passion drive and patience is what brings home the winning trophy and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led lights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Now, getting into the stars of the weekend. You know, I was originally wanting to do it for both game or three stars for both games. But again, just that Anaheim game, it was really tough to find a lot of positive there aside from Tavo Teravine. And he's the first star of the weekend for me. Uh, you know, three goals uh this weekend again two in the ducks games and i believe you know two of those goals were also power play goals which is fan freaking tastic for tavo i love it and i really hope he can continue the momentum he is building uh at the start of the season to you know just have it translate throughout the rest of the season let's you know what is his career high in goals uh because you know if he can stay healthy and uh, continue just the momentum that he's having right now, I think that's going to be absolutely fantastic. You know, again, uh, three games played, four goals uh, already, four points. You know, 
again, you know, he hasn't uh, notched an assist yet, which is crazy to think about. Uh, but, you know, his career high in goals is 23 goals set back in the 2017-2018 season, played all 82 games that year. So, you know, I fully think, you know, he could totally, totally uh, set a career high here uh, in goals and really have a career year. You know, his career high in points uh, also, uh, that came in 2018-2019, you know, when the Hurricanes went uh, back to the playoffs. And, you know, that was 76 points there. He had 50. He had 21 goals, 55 assists, uh, and again, 76 points on the year that year. Uh, and you know, if he can, like I said, if he can continue the momentum that he's building right now, I totally think you know, he could He could totally have a career year uh, this year. He's definitely going to uh, bounce back you know, from last year. Uh, you know, he played 68 games last year, 12 goals, 25 assists, 37 points. Uh, I definitely think, you know, again, he can totally have a career year this year uh, if he continues the momentum he's having uh, right now. And again, Sebastian Ajo, he's my second star uh, for the weekend. Again, you know, he ha- took that franchise record of shorthanded goals. I think, you know, that, that says a lot about him. And, you know, he's, you know, getting, you know, trying to avoid, you know, the issue we've seen with him in the past of having really slow starts the year, uh, kind of in October and early November, you know, really struggling to get things going. And that hasn't been the case so far this year. He's shown signs of life and I'm really, really enjoying it. I hope again, the momentum he's building right now that can continue again, Anaheim game that sucked. Plain and simple, it sucked. It's not a good game, but you know, let's just you know put that behind us. Watch the tape, learn from it, and you know, let's go into that San Jose game and get another win. And I think Sebastian Ajo, you know, he's been around long enough. Like he's gonna have that drive. He's a leader on this team, and I think he's gonna be a guy that really goes out and tries to set the tone in that San Jose game. And then. Third star for the weekend, uh, Jordan Martinuk. You know, again, yeah, he won it in shootout for the Hurricanes in LA in his first shootout uh, that I believe he's ever been a part of. And then in the ninth round, getting that winning goal, I think that was that was awesome for him. And you know, really, really coming up big when the team needed him to. You know, he's a guy that last year arguably had a career year. He's able to stay healthy. And look at what he was able to do. And I'm really like Tavo and Ajo. I really want him to be able to continue that momentum going into this game against San Jose and the rest of this road trip and the rest of the season. I really want the best for these guys. The talent is there. This these first few games, you know, where they've blown leads, haven't looked the best. That's not this team. It's not. So don't freak out. That's not the team. They're going to get better. And they're going to shake this rust off. And they're going to look like the Carolina Hurricanes we expect them to look like. Yes, again, they do need to make some changes. Again, I think Jalen Chatfield, he needs to be in the lineup. And Tony D'Angelo needs to be the extra guy. 
I think that's going to be big there. I think that will help a lot of defensive issues that they've been having. We'll see if that uh, is done in the San Jose game, but we're just going to have to wait and see there. But I'm really, there's stuff to like with this team right now, but there's definitely stuff that needs to be worked on. And we're going to continue to dive into that as these games come along. And they're not practicing today, so they're getting that off day, that rest. Uh, Again, Anaheim was the second half of back-to-back to to start out the season. So, again, that definitely played a factor there. But we're just going to have to wait and see how this San Jose game goes, what changes they decide to make, whether it be in the lineup, game plan, whatever. We're just going to have to wait and see, and we will talk about those in the next episode folks so make sure you're following the show along on social media at lo underscore hurricanes myself at jared ellis underscore 96 and you know as always folks let's go canes and with this year let's cause some chaos